Hello, friends, and welcome to the Koozie George podcast. We're just about to jump into a new adventure. Come on. Today, we're back in the saddle with the long-awaited First Friday Freestyle. Hooray! As you remember, last week we had a little bit of fun with me losing my voice and all, which was super fun, but we did have to push back our freestyle story to today. But before we get into the story, we want to remind you to write us a review. Podcast reviews go a long way in getting the Koozie George podcast into the ears of new listeners. So make sure you write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the stories. Another way you can support the podcast is simply by telling your friends about us. Thanks! And now, let's hand things over to me so that me can tell the story. But before we do that, a few thank yous to all of our wonderful patrons who submitted suggestions for this month's freestyle story. So I want to say thank you to Lorraine, to Sophia and Daniel, for Joel, Brielle, Mateo, Michelle, Damon, and Ezra for submitting your suggestions for this story for First Friday Freestyle, even though it's the second Friday in February. Wow, it's already February already. But right now, I want to get into the story, so without further ado, let's do this. All right, let's let's loosen up a bit. Okay, let's crack some knuckles, kind of stretch, uh, get the neck. First Friday Freestyle, number two. Let's do this. Once upon a time, Koozie George was playing a video game. Hmm, do you guys like playing video games? I wonder what video game Koozie George was playing. He was playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Have you ever played Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh man, I love Sonic the Hedgehog. He's blue, he goes fast, he's got those red shoes on, he spins up into that little ball and he goes zoom! And he frees all those robotic guys from Dr. Robotnik and and all the critters get to escape and they're free. This is amazing. Well, as you can see, Koozie George was having the time of his life playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. And he was a little bit disappointed when the phone rang. Hey, let's do our best phone ringing noise. Ready? Bring, bring, bring. Bring, bring, bring. Or maybe it was like, I don't know which one it was, but it was Rabbit Sebastian. Rabbit Sebastian was calling Koozie George because there was an emergency. Emergency, Koozie, there's an emergency. Who is this? What are you talking about? I'm playing, I'm playing on Sonic the Hedgehog. Leave me alone. No, 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 Koozie, you don't understand. The pie eating contest is tomorrow and the head judge got sick. What are you even talking? Whoa, 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 whoa. That got Koozie's attention. If there was one thing that Koozie loved and looked forward to all year round, it was the famous pie eating contest. Everybody in town came and brought their best tasting pies and the judges would judge which one is the best. That sounds pretty amazing, right? It had actually been one of Koozie's dreams to be one of the judges 
in the famous pie eating contest. Last year, he just missed out because he was next in line, but they ran out of spaces and he couldn't judge. But this year was his year. Koozie was going to be a judge at the famous pie eating contest. But it happens tomorrow. Rabbit, it happens tomorrow. I haven't been training. I haven't been tasting my pies. I haven't been doing any sorts of stuff. How am I supposed to get ready for this? Okay, man, calm down. That's why I'm calling you. I'm gonna be hiding over there right now so you get set and ready because we're gonna start training for the pie eating contest, all right, dude? All right, man, I'll see you when you get over here. I'll make some space. What should I prepare for you to get when you get over here? Um, maybe if you have a bunch of like baking stuff, I have to come over with a bunch of pies so you can practice eating. That sounds amazing. All right, hurry up. Okay, dude, see ya, bye. How do you hang up a phone? Hmm. Well, Koozie frantically turned off his Sonic the Hedgehog game and put it away, but only after he kissed the game goodbye. I love you, Sonic the Hedgehog. I'll see you later. And then he cleared some space in his kitchen and on his dining room table because when you're training to be a judge for the famous pie eating contest, you need a lot of space and you need a lot of space for pie, baking pie, tasting pie, and coming up with fancy words that describe the delicate intricacies of all the different flavors and how they mesh and melt and do fancy stuff in your mouth. Koozie was so looking forward to this. Man, I wish I had more time for training, but goodness, I'm glad that Rabbit Sebastian's gonna come over here and help me out. Well, it didn't take Rabbit Sebastian too long. He was over there in a jiffy. And if you don't know what a jiffy is, it means like really, really fast. Have you ever been down the street and saw a car place called Jiffy Lube? I think it means that they do really fast stuff there with your car. Hmm, that's very interesting. Anyways, Rabbit Sebastian knocked on the door. Koozie opened it wide up. What's up, dude? Get in here. Let's train for this biting contest. All right, dude, let's go. They're gonna train for the pie eating contest. So Koozie and Rabbit spent all afternoon baking pies, tasting pies, and talking about pies because Koozie wanted to be the absolute best judge for one of his favorite events in the whole year. Well, meanwhile, Sally Bright and Druzy Bob were also teaming up, but they were teaming up to be the winner at the pie eating contest. You see, you know that Druzy Bob has his bakery and you know, well maybe you don't know, that Sally Bright also really likes to cook food and bake some stuff and she's really, really good. Well, last year, both of them came in second place and in third place and they wanted to team up so that they can both get in first place because they figured, man, if they got that close by themselves, maybe if they teamed up, then they would make an even better pie and win the whole thing. Yes, that was Sally Bright's and Jersey Bob's idea. All right, Jersey Bob, what do you think should be the main ingredient for our pie? Well, you know, Sally, I was thinking that we should probably make like 20 pies and then pick out the one that we think is best. 20 pies? Where do you think you're gonna get the ingredients for like 20 pies? Well, obviously the store. 
and it's going to take a long, long time. But the pieing contest is tomorrow. We have to pick out the perfect recipe. That's what I think we're doing right now. So the first one should be a bumbleberry pie. Okay, a bumbleberry pie. What should be next? Um, maybe a peach cobbler. A peach cobbler, okay. And then we, of course, we have to make at least one or two apple pies. There's like six different ways to make apple pies. And maybe you and I both can put our heads together and pick out the best tasting one. Wow, bumbleberry pie, peach cobbler, apple pies. Man, I guess we should probably do like a cherry pie and a pumpkin pie and and what other kind of pies are there? Well, both of them put their heads together to put as many pie recipes together and they ended up only coming out to 17, but that was 17 different pies. Have you ever baked 17 different pies? It takes forever. They had to use all the, the ovens in Bobby's Bakery and they also had to borrow Sally Bright's uh, oven from her house and she also asked Hula Cats if they can borrow her oven. Oh yeah, you, of course you can use my oven. I love the painting contest, so anything I can do to help, it'd be amazing if you guys won first place this year, said Hula Cats. Well, Druzy Bob and Sally Bright were all set with their, tw no, how many did we say? 17 different pie recipes, and they were gonna taste each and every one to see which one is gonna be the best one that they can make for the pie eating contest tomorrow. Well, back over at Koozie's house, Koozie was getting mighty sick, eating and tasting all these different kinds of pie. Oh my goodness, Rabbit, how many more pies do I have to try to eat? Koozie, you don't understand. You have to keep on eating and you have to taste it and you have to talk about it. You have to be like, a pie judging ninja by the end of the today because tomorrow is the biggest day of your life, man. Okay, uh, I've already eaten like 12 pies. I'm not sure if I can fit any more in there. You're gonna have to dig deep, man. And you're also gonna have to prepare for tomorrow because tomorrow there's gonna be like 30 pies and you're gonna have to taste at least one bite from each of them. Okay, Koozie, you have to focus. Uh, what are you doing? I'm focusing! What do you do to focus? Uh, definitely not that. That looks like you need to go to the bathroom. No, I don't need to go to the bathroom. I'm focused. Well, okay, maybe I do need to go to the bathroom, but that's not why I'm doing this. This is what I usually do to focus. Wow, Koozie has a pretty weird method of focusing. Have you ever needed to focus on something and it was really difficult? What are some things that you do to stay focused? Do you like maybe close your eyes? Do you maybe like put your hands up? I don't know why that would make you focus. You know, some people like to tap on stuff. I think that might be me a couple times. I like to just tap. As I'm thinking about something in particular that I need to get right or something. But anyways, that was Koozie's method and I guess it was working. <laughs> okay, let's do this. All right, dude, let's go. So Koozie and Rabbit continued tasting pies and describing the flavors that Koozie was tasting and Rabbit, he would be all in Koozie's business about like how he was describing it, what kind of words he was using, how 
strong of a case that he was making when he really liked a pie versus when he really didn't like a pie and also how to be respectful in saying stuff because you know even if you don't like something you should still be respectful with how you treat it and the person that made it which is kind of what Koozie's job was going to be. He was going to tell people that this pie is good and this pie is not good. He was going to have to be very, very careful with how he says things and to still be as respectful and courteous as he did it. That sounds like a really hard job. All right. Now back over to Sally Bright and Druzy Bob. All right, Sally, it's time for the bumbleberry pie. All right. The bumbleberry pie. What do we need, lastly, before we start mixing this and putting it in the oven? Well, you know, I think we need a smidgen. As a smidgen? Yeah, a smidgen. You haven't know, you never heard of a smidgen before? Um, is that a technical term? Yeah, you know, a smidgen. It's just a, a little pinch of something. A little pinch of what? Well, when you taste it right here, it kind of feels like it needs some more sugar. Some more sugar? It's sweet enough, dude. Well, that's why I said a smidgen. What is a smidgen? It's just a little pinch of the sugar right on top of there. Have you ever heard of a smidgen before? That sounds like a really weird thing to call a pinch of something. Why don't you just say a pinch? Why don't you just say a pinch? Because a smidgen is a, it's a smidgen. I can't believe you never heard of a smidgen before. Well, finally, after they made the bumbleberry pie, they had all 17 pies lined up on one table. It kind of took them a while to get them collected from Bobby's Bakery, Hula Katz's house, and Sally Bright's house. But they were finally in one place at one time, all 17 pies. And as they tasted each one, do you know which one they loved the most? Bumbleberry! Wow, this bumbleberry is like a notch above everything else. A notch? Yeah, a notch. What in the wild blue yonder is a notch? Oh, come on, Druzy. Don't tell me you've never heard of notch. I ain't never heard of notch. Well, you've heard of smidgen. It doesn't take that much more imagination to think that notch is something. Well, what does notch mean? You know, notch. Like, if you were measuring something, it'd be like the next level up. Hmm. The next level up. So you're telling me that... The bumbleberry is your favorite? Oh, that's exactly what I'm telling you. The bumbleberry with that smidgen of sugar that you suggested is amazing. Jersey Bob reached over with a spoon and took a bite out of the pie. Hmm, I think you're right. I think this bumbleberry pie is the most delicious pie I've ever tasted. See, I told you. And by the way, why do you use a spoon to eat your pie? What do you mean? I always use a spoon when I'm eating my pie. But spoons are for like cereal and ice cream. And cake. And cake? You eat your cake with a spoon? Well, of course. What do you eat your cake with? I eat like a fork, like everybody else. Come on. Come on now. Nobody eats their cake with a fork. What do you guys think? Do you eat ice cream with a fork? Spoon, right? Let's see, do you eat cereal with a fork? No, that's a spoon too. But what about pie? Do you eat pie with a fork or a spoon? Hmm, what about cake? Do you eat cake with a fork or a spoon? 
It seems like Jersey Bob likes to eat his cake and pie and cereal and ice cream, all spoons. But Sally Bright seems to think that pies and cakes are for forks and cereals and ice creams are for spoons. What do you think? Well, finally, the day of the big pie eating contest was here. Koozie could barely sleep at all, mostly because he was so stuffed full of pie that he was just having crazy dreams of all these pies rolling around him. And it was like Frogger where he had to like dodge all the pies and get across the street and like get over to the next table or do something else. Have you ever played one of those games before? We have to like dodge the traffic before you go and you're just like, you're freaking out over, over how you step and what you do. That was Koozie's dream, except they were giant pies. And there were also like a bunch of squirrels running around and leopard geckos. I don't know why, but there was leopard geckos in his dream. That's kind of weird. Okay, 8.30 in the morning, Koozie. It's time to get up. Koozie usually has a hard time getting up in the morning, but today it was especially difficult because he tossed and turned all night and he had nightmares of giant pies trying to roll over him and stuff. Okay, Koozie, you need to slim it down on the breakfast and slim it down on the lunch because today is gonna be the most pie you've ever had in your life. Which is a lot to say because the day before when he was practicing to become a pie eating judging ninja dude, he had eaten like 17, 20 pies. But today, the day of the big pie eating contest, he was gonna be having so much more. So finally, the time came for the big pie eating contest. Everyone, everyone in town was coming either to just check out the pies or to bring the pies that they made. And then there was the select few, including Koozie George, who were selected to be the judges, who they were gonna go around and test each and every pie and write down on their little clipboards, you know, when they're like this, they're like, hmm. When they write down on their little clipboards, about what they thought of each pie and then somehow come to a conclusion about which pie is the best and who is gonna walk away with the trophy of a giant pie. Who's it gonna be? Well, Sally Bright and Jersey Bob are hoping it's gonna be them, but I'm sure everyone else is hoping that it's gonna be them too, like themselves, because it's a competition. You know, like competitions when you try to be the best at something and everyone else is also trying to be the best at something? Wow, it really makes for sometimes a very stressful situation. How do you do when you're trying to compete with someone and play games? Do you get like super competitive? Like, I'm gonna win no matter what. <laughs> Maybe not like evil competition like. Or do you get like, oh, I just wanna have fun and everyone's just having fun time, yay. Or are you like, oh, I don't even want to compete. I don't want to be judged. I don't want to lose. I don't want to, I don't want any of that stuff. Like leave me alone. You know, sometimes I think that I can be pretty competitive. Sometimes I think I'm just thinking too much about everybody else and I'm wishing them that they do a good job. Yeah. But I think no matter what, if you're ever competing with someone that you should always be kind and courteous, like using nice words and being polite. And even if you win, not to rub it in everybody's faces like, ha ha, I won and you didn't win, <laughs> 
you know, like not say stuff like that. I think uh, that's always a good idea. So anyways, at the pie eating contest, Koozie George was already 10 pies in and Rabbit Sebastian was right there with him to encourage him and say all the nice things. Koozie, you eat pie so good. You can do this, man. Just one more, just one more. Why do you keep on saying one more? There's like 20 more pies to eat. I know, but the, the next one is just the next one and then the next one is just the next one. Well, duh, that's how it works. Have you ever heard of counting before? Okay, fine, leave me alone. I'm just trying to be nice. Well, Koozie and Rabbit and all the other judges were making their way across all the tables full of pies. And everyone had such delicious pies. Koozie didn't even taste one that he thought wasn't good. Man, this was gonna be super difficult. Wait a minute. What was that noise? Was that a woofy woof sound? A woofy woof sound? Did you hear that? I didn't hear anything. What did you hear? I heard like a woofy woof sound. A woofy woof sound? Yeah, a woofy woof sound. Well, what did it sound like? Like a woofy woof. Well, what does that sound like? I just told you. It sounds like woofy woof. Woofy woof? You mean like a coyote or a wolf or something? No, not like that at all. A woofy woof sound? It could only be one thing. Well, Koozie knew what it was. Rabbit Sebastian got that look in his eyes like he knew what it was going to be. Do you know what a woofy woof sound is? Do you know what it could possibly be? Everyone stopped as they heard Koozie talking about a woofy woof and they all got worried because of course a woofy woof sound is none other than the notorious pie-eating leopard gecko. And not just one leopard gecko, whole swarms of them. They come from out of nowhere. And as soon as they start smelling pie, they go crazy with this woofy woof sound because everybody knows that the pie-eating leopard gecko only eats delicious pies. And what better place to find delicious pies than at the famous pie-eating contest that only happens once a year? Oh no, I was worried about this. The pie-eating leopard geckos are here to attack the pie-eating contest. Everybody protect your pies. It was a crazy, frantic, chaotic moment as everyone grabbed their pie that they came with and even the ones that didn't get judged yet were like, hoarding it and, and keeping it safe and running inside and everyone was running every which way, but nobody saw a pie-eating leopard gecko anywhere. Oh man, we have to be on the lookout because the swarms of leopard geckos could be anywhere and they're gonna destroy everyone's pies. Okay, keep it together, man. We have to keep our eyes out and look around for all the geckos. Do you see what, what's that? Oh, I'm getting freaked out, man. Well, Koozie George and Rabbit Sebastian were hiding with all the rest of the judges inside one of the bakeries. Bobby's Bakery, that is the epicenter of where all the pies are. Because remember, Druzy Bob and Sally Bright, they had baked 17 pies and they were still at Bobby's Bakery, along with everything else that he usually makes as part of his bakery business. It was like the one place that all the leopard geckos should be piling towards any second now. They could hear the woofy wolf sound get bigger and bigger. Can you make a woofy wolf sound with me? Woofy wolf, woofy wolf, woofy wolf, woofy wolf, woofy wolf. <laughs> ah, I think the woofy wolf sounds make me want to cough. So everyone was inside Bobby's bakery and everyone else that wasn't, they were somewhere else. The first person to spot the first leopard gecko 
was Sally Bright. Oh my goodness, there he is, over by the floor by the door. Oh no, he's after the pies, said Juicy Bob. Oh no, we have to keep the pies away from them. You guys, we have to break out of here. So all the friends grabbed all the pies that were still part of the contest and they ran outside just as the back door of Bobby's bakery broke down because all the pie-eating leopard geckos had piled up against it and broke it through. There was millions of pie-eating leopard geckos that were orange and white and green and striped and zebras and all the crazy kinds of leopard geckos that you've ever seen in your life. And there was like so many of them that they were piling over and they were demolishing all the pies. And the wolfy voice sound was like a crazy screaming sound right now. They were going ballistic and the last person out of Bobby's bakery was Bobby, of course, because he was looking around. He was like, no, my poor pies. And Koozie George was like, come on, Koozie Bob, you gotta leave him behind. So they made it outside safely, but then they knew that the leopard geckos were gonna be finished with all those pies inside Bobby's bakery and they were gonna start flooding everywhere else and start looking for the pies. They had to start thinking of a solution. Who was gonna stand up to the leopard geckos? Well, this is when Hula Cats had an idea. You see, we all know that leopard geckos love pie, but you know what leopard geckos absolutely hate? Llamas and cats. And Hula Cats knew the exact two animals to join forces into the epic anti-leopard gecko task force to free the city of all these leopard geckos that have taken over. Who were the two animals? Well, Bungie, of course. We all know her as Koozie George's white little fuzzy cat, remember? <laughs> and the other animal was actually Tina. Tina? You wanna use Tina? She's crazy! No! Tina's the solution. Bungie and Tina, they has to be them. They're like the dynamic duo. But Hula Cats, you don't understand. Tina's like the craziest llama in the world has ever known. Tina's so crazy, she ate my lasagna last week. And the week before that, she she like demolished like half of my desserts in my shop, said Juicy Bob. No, it has to be Tina. Look, you guys distract the leopard geckos and go that way. I'll go get Bungie and Tina the llama and I'll meet you down the street over here. Well, it seemed like Hula Cats had a plan to liberate the town of all the leopard geckos. The only thing is that Tina was actually really crazy. It'd be kind of difficult to feed her sometimes. You would just like throw the food over to her pen and she lived in Hula Cats' backyard as the crazy Tina the llama. Well, as I mentioned before, Hula Cats had a plan and she was gonna go let Tina the llama out of her cage and she was gonna go collect Bungie the cat from Koozie's house and she was gonna put them together like the dynamic duo, the anti-leopard gecko task force to free the whole town and save the pie eating contest. It was up to Tina and Bungie. Well, within minutes, Hula Cats had gathered Tina the Llama and Bungie the Cat, and they were right there on one side of Main Street, and the flood of leopard geckos were pouring out of Bobby's Bakery just down the other street. Tina, with her crazy eyes, were like, <laughs> and Bungie the Cat was like, meow, 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 meow. She was a little bit worried, maybe, but the thing was, 
How is Tina and Bungie going to save all of the town and get rid of all these leopard geckos? They had to be brave and fierce. They had to charge into the middle of them and herd all the leopard geckos away from town. And they also needed to put um, pictures of chairs so that the leopard geckos couldn't get back in because another thing that the leopard geckos hate are pictures of chairs. So anyways, there they were in the street, ready to do battle, Tina the llama and Bungie the cat. And they had a piercing gaze as they looked straight into the eyes of all those nasty leopard geckos. Man, leopard geckos, do you like leopard geckos? Who, who likes leopard geckos, especially when they eat all of your pie? The fate of the pie eating contest was in their hooves and paws and it was up to them to free the town. Bungie picked up Bun, no, not Bungie. Koozie picked up Bungie and said, Bungie, you are the last hope for the whole town and for all these wonderful pies. And you have to save the pie eating contest because this is my one chance to be a judge and I'm actually doing pretty good. Meow, meow. Okay, fine, I'll put you down in a second. But just do a good job, team up with Tina and she's not that crazy, I think. And you guys should do a great job, all right? <laughs> so they walked out to meet the leopard geckos. The leopard geckos and their wolfy wolves were getting louder and louder as they stampeded towards Tina and Bungie. But what happened next amazed all of the townspeople as they watched on. Bungie hopped up on Tina and stood on her hind legs like, like a person cat. And as she was riding out, Tina the llama started yelping like a like a wild horse, like and it freaked out everyone, but especially the leopard geckos. They started like stopping and looking around in surprise, like and then the leopard geckos started retreating. That means like move away and backwards. And Tina and Bungie were plowing through and scattering all the leopard geckos. And Koozie George was back at home. He was printing out a bunch of pictures of chairs so that they could set up up around the perimeter of the, of the town to keep all the leopard geckos away from the pie eating contest. So finally, it seemed like it was going to work and everything was working out exactly as they planned, except, oh no, all the leopard geckos were retreating to the top of City Hall. City Hall was one of the tallest buildings in all the whole town. How are they supposed to get all the leopard geckos out from up on top of there? But you know what? Bungie had a trick up her sleeve. She walked straight up into the giant wall and looked up as all the leopard geckos had climbed up the, 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 the vertical wall because they're crazy like that. And they had gotten all the way to the top and all thousand billion leopard geckos are stuck at the top of City Hall. And Bungie was going up there to get them down. How was she gonna do that? Well, she put one paw on the wall and another paw and another paw. Pretty soon, Bungie the cat was climbing up the wall. She's like a spider cat. She was, where did she even learn? How, why am I talking like Koozie? Maybe Koozie's wondering, how in the world did my spider, my, my cat turn into a spider? Go Bungie! So Bungie was now like running up the side of the wall. She was gonna free the city and get rid of all those pie-eating leopard geckos. She gets to the top and she waves her sword. Oh, by the way, did I mention that she's got a giant sword? She goes, whoosh, whoosh, meow, 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 meow,
Well, all the leopard geckos burst out like they exploded and they all start falling down and Tina the llama's on the bottom going <laughs> and she's going crazy and all the leopard geckos are going back and back and back and Bungie, no, not Bungie, uh, Koozie George and Rabbit Sebastian, they come out with all the pictures of chairs and they start putting up all the pictures of chairs all the way around the city. And then finally, the pie eating contest is safe. The city is safe. And the only thing that got damaged was unfortunately all the desserts and pies that were inside Bobby's bakery. Oh man, what an epic conclusion to the whole thing. But wait, inside of Bobby's Bakery, there was three more leopard geckos. These ones were like souped up leopard geckos. They didn't seem to be afraid of Bungie, the spider cat, or the crazy Lamatina. What were they afraid of? I think Koozie knew. Koozie, he climbed up onto the top of City Hall and he had fashioned with all of his extra pictures of the chairs and stuff, he had formed like a suit that he was going to wear. And everyone that was down below, like Jersey Bob and Sally Bright and Hula Cats and stuff, they were like, oh no, Koozie, what are you doing up there? Koozie, don't jump. What are you doing? And Rabbit Sebastian knew exactly what Koozie had to do. And he was like, you can do it, man. And Koozie looked down and he spread out his, his arms like this. And it was actually like wings like this except cooler looking than my sweater. He spread out his arms and everyone saw that he was like an eagle. And Koozie jumped, he jumped off the roof with his homemade wing set. And he was flying straight towards Bobby's bakery. The three leopard geckos that were still there were like sitting out front like this, like, hey, we don't care about nothing. We ain't afraid of cats and we ain't afraid of llamas. But you know what they were afraid of? Koozie eagles. like. The eagleness of a koozie flying down, because that's exactly what was happening. Koozie was spreading his wings like this, and he was going, ah! No, no, no. What's a good one? <coughs> and he was flying over, and he was getting straight towards Bobby's Bakery, and the three of the, of the leopard geckos that were super staunch and like bulky and buff and stuff, and they were looked up and like, we ain't afraid of nothing, except for that! We're afraid of that! What is that? I don't know. And the three leopard geckos that were left over, they booked it out faster than a tumbleweed in a snowstorm, and Koozie George came soaring down. And he scared away the last of the, the, the three leopard geckos, and they were way past the perimeter of the, of the, of the town, and Koozie George was like and he, and he flew around, he was, and the whole town was like applauding, like, oh man, that is amazing. I've never seen something so amazing. That's so cool. And the whole townspeople were cheering and everyone was chanting Koozie's name. Let's chant Koozie's name together. Ready? Koozie, 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 Koozie. So then finally, Koozie George was making his victory lap as he was, he was going, soaring around the town and go And he finally came to a landing and he was, he landed perfectly like an acrobat or a gymnast as they land and they stick the landing. And then Koozie looked up and he addressed everyone and he said, fellow citizens of this great city, let us get back to the pie eating contest because I still want to eat some pie, let's do this. 
everyone cheered and they got right back to the pie eating contest as if no leopard geckos had ever come and tried to eat all their pies. The city was saved, the pie eating contest was saved, and the last thing that was there to do was for Koozie to wrap it up and judge and, and with the rest of the judges say who the best pie is. Not who the best pie is, but what the best pie is and who made it. And who made it? Finally, it got down to the very last. Koozie and the rest of the judges said, this person made the best pie and they get third place. This person made the next best pie and they were in second place. I think I'm doing that backwards, but it doesn't matter. Finally, the most coveted prize of the pie eating contest goes to none other than the Bumbleberry Pie from Sally Bright and Juicy Bob. And everyone cheered, hooray, yay, the pie is delicious, we love pie. And Sally Bright and Juicy Bob were so excited, they started high-fiving, they did a double high-five like this, like push. They double high-fived each other and everybody else that was around them and everyone was cheering and happy and it was all like super amazing. Well, at the very end of it all, Cracker Jack stood up and he addressed the whole city. <clears throat> um, excuse me, uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, how about you guys in the back? Can you guys hear me over there? Oh uh, yeah, we can hear you way over here. All right, I'd like to thank you all for being here and for participating in this year's pie contest. Yay! And I would like to thank the judges who are so gracious and nice with their words. Um, Goosey George and the rest of them, let's all give them a round of applause. Yay, they did such a good job, hooray! And I would also like to thank all the participants who brought all your wonderful delicious pies. I personally have gone around and tried them all and if it were up to me, you guys would all be winners because these pies are amazing. Like the best pies I've ever had in my life. You said that last year. I say it every year because you guys somehow come up with more pies that are so delicious. It's amazing, I love it. Go have some bacon or leave me alone with the bacon. So everyone had so much pie that day that they just had to celebrate in some way to work out all of the, like the extra calories and the sweetness that they had. They had to get like some sort of activity. And you know what they ended up doing? They had an unexpected surprise mini dance party. That's right. That's when, that's when you have a dance party with tiny music and tiny dance moves. You're like this. How would you dance at a tiny dance party? Well, they all had a wonderful ending to a wonderful day. Koozie, like, he was just basking in all the awesomeness because he got to achieve one of his life goals of being one of the head judges of the famous pie-eating contest. And it only took him flying like an eagle to scare away the last of the leopard geckos that were trying to eat all the pies to achieve it. The end. Whoa! That was really fun. I wasn't sure what was gonna happen there at the end. I almost didn't get through a lot of you guys' suggestions, but those suggestions were so great. And thank you guys. Thank you patrons for contributing suggestions for the story today. As I mentioned before, it's all made up on the spot right here, live. 
and I hope you guys enjoy the story as you listen to it. Be sure to look out for our YouTube channel as I post the video of this story in all its uncut glory. And thank you guys for listening to the Koozie George podcast. I hope you have a great rest of the day and week, and we'll see you next time for another adventure. Goodbye.